Hey there, I'm Rianne Mullins, and I'm the host of the Balanced Fit and Free podcast. 15 years ago, I lost 65 pounds by revamping my lifestyle in a very realistic and totally manageable way. Now I teach other women how to ditch the yo-yo dieting cycle and start living a balanced, fit, and happy life through real food, effective exercise, and a powerful mindset. Each week, I'll be popping into your ears to teach you how you too can live a balanced and fit life free from unrealistic diets and crazy expectations. Let's go. Hey guys, and welcome back to the Balanced Fit and Free podcast. I'm Coach Ray Ann, and I'm so excited to have you here. This week, we're going to be talking a little bit more about weight loss versus maintenance and healthy living or healthy lifestyle. Have you ever been to a party, a bar, or really any social gathering where weight loss, diet, or exercise did not come up? Yeah, it seems like everyone I know is either trying to lose weight, lose more weight, or wanting to get more fit. And I had to be totally honest, you guys, that the topic is kind of starting to get boring to me. You know, I think I think people bring it up to me because I'm a nutrition, fitness, and lifestyle coach. So of course, I love the topic. It's my passion to help people feel better about themselves, to get stronger, to be healthier, and to be happy. But I don't necessarily want to talk about it every single time I go out. You know what I'm saying? And here's the thing. It's not that I don't want to talk about it, but what I don't like is how many people are constantly wanting or trying to lose weight. It's like every single time you see them, they're on a new diet or trying a new exercise program or trying a new supplement or a magic pill to finally lose the weight. And I have to wonder, at what point will you just stop and start to accept yourself? Or when will you finally follow those programs and actually lose the weight once and for all? Or how many people lose the weight, look and feel great, and then you run into them six months later and they've either gained it all back or they're already starting to talk to you about how they're getting ready to go on a new diet. And it actually really makes me sad. I can't remember a time when my own mother wasn't unhappy about her weight. It's sad to think that she spent so many years just worrying about that and not focusing on many other areas of her life that mattered. And that's why I'm really happy that years ago, I found what works for me. So yeah, could I stand to lose 10 pounds? Probably, but I'm kind of over it. If I start talking with friends of mine that are on a special plan or when I see people on social media or on TV looking super fit or lean, I'm just like you. I I kind of start wanting to look better and I might want to start working more on my abs and I might get a little motivated. But then after about a week or so of trying to get better abs or to maybe tone up a little bit more, I realize that I'm just not that interested in changing anymore. I've maintained a weight loss of 65 pounds now for over 16 years. And, you know, just like I said, even though occasionally I would like to work on my abs, I really end up realizing that I'm actually pretty happy with my physique and I don't really care what anyone else thinks about it anymore. It's just, it is what it is. And I'm satisfied and happy. And I really hope that other people can get to that point too. And here's the thing though, like, 
I really do wish that other people could finally just give up that constant self-battle of needing to lose the weight all the time. And here's the thing. Maybe you do need to lose weight. Maybe truly. And we're going to go over that. But while you're having the effort or going through the effort of losing weight, you don't have to be unhappy. And, And I'll talk a little bit more about that too. Recently, I was able to go and meet a friend, you know, post-COVID, we are finally like getting out a little bit more and I hadn't seen this friend in a while. And I was really shocked because she had lost 15 pounds and I was shocked because I did not see a single place where she needed to lose any weight and she had lost 15 pounds. And while we were together, she started telling me that I too should follow her plan, the plan that she's on so that I could lose 15 pounds. Well, I admit I was a little offended because A, I never told her I even wanted to lose weight. And so of course I felt a little offended by that. And B, I don't really need or want a short-term crappy diet. I mean, my job is to help people live a realistic, attainable, and manageable way with their nutrition and their fitness and their mindset. So I really don't want to be on some short-term, fast, you know, quick-fix diet. And I especially don't want someone coaching me who has zero education or experience in the field. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, well, today let's talk about when you do need to lose weight for your health and when it's time to stop the unrealistic expectations and self-hate and just focus on being your healthiest and happiest person. Also, I'll share with you the most common features of weight maintainers, okay? So weight like weight loss maintainers. These are people that have lost weight and have kept it off for a year or longer, okay? First up, let's talk about when you may need to lose weight. Just because you don't like how you look in your bathing suit or if you don't like the fact that you're heavier than you were in high school doesn't mean that you necessarily need to lose weight. Maybe you just need to relax on your expectations. Also, some people are just built differently. And just because you're a larger frame than your best friend or your sister doesn't mean that you will be less healthy than the others. Okay, but let's talk about when it is and isn't a good idea to do something about your weight. Now, the first thing to consider is what is your lifestyle like? Are you active or or are you sedentary? Are you stopping by fast food or getting delivery daily? Or do you cook, eat vegetables, and lean protein often? If you're not eating healthy foods, at least most of the time, then you may need to, you know, consider changing your diet so that you don't have health issues. But that doesn't necessarily mean you need to lose weight. So there are other factors that you need to consider. For example, or another factor to consider is what is your family history? If you have a family history of obesity, high blood pressure, diabetes, heart disease, or other weight-related ailments, then it's important to keep a watch on your weight too. So if you are heavier than feels comfortable for you, it's a good idea to get working towards some weight loss. How much will depend on where you're starting and also what your goal is. Something else to consider is what is your weight history, like your personal weight history? Have you gained weight every year or have you maintained the same weight for many years? 
If you've consistently gained weight each year, then you probably do need to be careful and may need to work on losing a few or maybe a lot of pounds. Something else to consider is how is your weight distributed? Distributed? (laughs) Distributed? I can't talk. The National Institute of Health determined that a waist circumference of over 40 inches in men and over 35 inches for women signifies a health risk. And if you have like that apple shape, you know, a larger upper body and a smaller lower body, that can signify health risks as well, specifically cardiac. So, you know, how your weight is like around your body, you know, if you have a really big chest and a really big um, waist, but then maybe skinny legs, that actually that shape is at risk of having heart disease. And the funny thing is, it's not really funny, but a long time ago, I learned this. Like I'm talking probably high school when I had so much interest in this exact field. I've always loved this. And that's exactly how my mom was shaped. And I remember warning her saying, you know, mom, like, and I didn't want to hurt her feelings, you know, but I was like, you have like that apple shape that they say is unhealthy. (laughs) And she would be like, whatever, and whatever. And sure enough, she had cardiac and diabetes, like all kinds of issues related. And she fit the exact mold of what that is. So it's a real thing. So be careful for it or look out for it. Also, what is your BMI? Now, BMI stands for body mass index. This measure only takes into consideration your height and weight. Okay, so it's not my favorite measure, but the medical field looks at this and may mention it to you at your doctor's appointment. All right, so that's kind of like when you go to the doctor, they'll weigh you and they may get your height and then they'll say, oh, your BMI is, you know, whatever. And then they'll say, you need to lose weight. Okay, so if your BMI is over 25, then you're considered overweight. And if it's over 30, you're considered obese. But I work with women who are between a 25 and 30 that are lean, full of strong muscle, and look amazing. So you have to really be careful with the BMI measure and don't let it, you know, freak you out totally. Make sure that you consider also other things, you know, like how you eat and do you exercise and all of those other factors. If your BMI is high, then you also may want to get your body fat measured. Okay. Body fat versus lean body mass is a good measure to determine if you really truly have excess fat that is dangerous. Okay. So remember, these are just things to consider. All right. So as a recap, if you have a BMI of over 30, if you have a waist circumference over 35 for women or 40 for men, if you have a much larger upper body than lower body, and if you have a family history of diabetes and or heart disease, you most likely need to consider a weight loss plan. Okay? So let me repeat that. If you have a BMI over 30 and a waist circumference for women over 35, okay, your waist, like the small of your waist, or 40 over men, and those are the main things I'm going to point out, it's probably a good idea to be looking at your diet and nutri- your you know nutrition and your fitness and maybe consider losing a few pounds so that you are a healthier person, okay? Now, if you're just unhappy 
with your physique because you don't look like the 20-year-old fitness model on Instagram, then you may want to spend some time focusing on just maintaining your wellness and working on your mindset. You just might be a happier person by letting go of the I have to lose weight mindset that you've carried around for years. And I need to tell you that I have worked with women who dropped the weight loss mindset and adapted the healthy mind and body mindset who finally did lose weight with less effort, okay? Your mind is a powerful tool. And if you're constantly telling yourself that you're a fat ass, you're going to have a harder time losing weight than someone who shows themselves self-love and grace during the weight loss phase, okay? And I'm going to repeat that. If you're constantly telling yourself that you're a worthless piece of crap and you're fat and ugly, it's going to be harder to do the things you need to do to stay on track with good eating and exercising because you know why? If you don't feel worthy, then you'll sabotage yourself and pick the wrong foods and cheat on your diet and do the things that work against yourself instead of for yourself. So it's really, really important to have that mindset of, I want to be a healthy person, so I'm going to choose healthy foods, I'm going to watch my portions, and I'm going to move my body. That is a much healthier mindset than constantly beating yourself up over the scale and and beating yourself up over needing to lose the weight, okay? Now, whether you have already lost weight or you finally decide to let go of constantly wanting to lose weight, here are the most common actions of people who have lost and maintained weight for over one year. And I'll tell you that I do all of these, and I've personally maintained my weight loss for 16 years. Also, this is not how I lost weight exactly, but how I have maintained the loss. And this information comes from the National Weight Control Registry. So it's the NWCR. They track people who have weight lost, or I'm sorry, lost weight, and, you know, track their behaviors and what they do, okay? And I think that's just really cool because there's actual data of thousands of people that have maintained a weight loss you know, a year or longer. And these are the things that they do. Okay. So the number one thing that people do to maintain their weight loss is exercise daily. Okay. Successful maintainers average 60 minutes of physical activity daily. Now, whether this is from a long walk or several walks throughout the day or a formal workout program or just physical activity through their work and or play. Okay. They maintain an average of 60 minutes of physical activity daily. And once you realize how amazing exercise makes you feel, it no longer becomes a chore, but just a part of your life. I can't imagine not getting some exercise in my day. I have to force myself to take rest days, which are also very important. But even on my rest days, I include stretching or maybe a short yoga session. And you could argue that, of course, I love exercise because I'm a trainer and group fitness instructor, but First of all, I wasn't always, and just because it's my job doesn't mean I should like it all the time, right? I mean, it's just I I truly do. I feel better. And even if I don't get a hardcore workout, just going for a walk with a dog makes me feel better than the days when I don't get to do anything, okay? So being sick for me is the worst because, you know, you're not – well, depending on the sickness, you're really not supposed to exercise. So when I had COVID, for example, oh my goodness – that was a bummer. I mean, I I couldn't – I didn't have the energy to exercise, but it also 
it just made me feel terrible because I wanted to move my body and then physically and mentally, right? And so when I move my body, I physically and mentally feel so much better. All right. So long-term weight loss maintainers exercise daily. Okay. The second thing they do is control calorie and fat intake. Okay. I didn't say carb intake, did I? I said fat intake, calorie and fat intake. Successful maintainers all stay aware of food choices. Through this awareness, there is some control over the number of calories and fat that is, you know, that they eat, they consume. Not all maintainers track every morsel of food that they eat, but they know about what they can eat, how full they get, and how they will feel if they get enough food or don't get enough food. So one way that I teach my clients this is I teach them about the HEC method. This helps them learn how to track their food intake by understanding how they feel regarding their hunger, their energy, and their cravings. Okay, so HEC is hunger, energy, and cravings. And I teach this because, you know, it's hard when you're losing weight initially, you might have to be a little bit more mindful of calories and you may need to be more mindful of portions like measuring. But as you get away from that and you have actually lost the weight and you just want to maintain, you can really eat more intuitively, which is an easy way to call, you know, keeping your head in check. It's intuitive. You know, if you're hungry, you stop when you're full. Um, you, if you feel a low energy, you might realize, oh, I skipped a meal or I need to eat more. Um, if you have cravings, then we know that, oh shoot, maybe I didn't get enough food earlier, or maybe I don't have enough sleep, or maybe I need more water. So these are all things that you learn through the weight loss process. And then you maintain doing the rest of your life. You can't just stop. Okay. People who have successfully lost weight. Just know they know when they're full, they know when they need to stop eating. They totally lose the, I have to eat all right now before I go on my next diet feeling, okay? Those of us that have maintained weight really aren't scared to eat. We have a totally different mindset. And that's a big trick here, okay? That's the big secret is changing that mindset. Also, I mentioned it's not just calorie intake, but it's fat intake, Okay, I know that many people love the low-carb, high-fat diet plans, and that's totally fine. But people who have maintained a weight loss long-term tend to eat lower fat. In fact, fat intake is around 25% of their calories, their daily calories. Even though there are many healthy foods or healthy fats, such as avocados or nuts, nut butters, and oils like olive oil or coconut oil, these foods have a higher calorie content. If you eat too many, even if they're healthy, you can gain weight. And I know that personally, you know, I get on these kicks where I love peanut butter and I'll notice that, you know, the the scale actually does go up. And when I take away, you know, the nut butters or having too many nuts or cooking too much with the you know, too much oil, I tend to lower my weight. So there's, I have this five pound you know, up and down that I go from. And when I'm eating higher fat, I tend to be up on that five pounds. And when I take out some of the the fatty foods, even the healthy fats, I tend to, you know, lose back down that five. So, you know, apparently this is something many other weight loss maintainers do as well. So please consider that. And then another area is nearly every individual 
that was successful in long-term weight loss eats breakfast every single day. And I cannot stress this enough. I know that there will be people listening to this that are intermittent fasters and that will totally disagree with me. But the research shows that people who eat a healthy and satisfying breakfast are the ones that are able to lose and maintain weight. So I know for me, if I skip breakfast, which is rare, I tend to overeat food in the afternoon or after dinner. What you eat or don't eat earlier earlier in the day has a direct impact on what you eat the rest of the day. Believe it. It's true. It's a real thing and one that I wish more people would take more seriously. Eat breakfast. You know, a long, long, long time ago, they used to say it was the most important meal of the day. And I would agree on one hand and disagree on another. I think that each person has has to know their body and understand you know, what is the most important meal of the day? For me, I have to eat breakfast. It definitely makes an impact on the rest of my day. But for me, probably the most important meal for me is my lunch. Because if I don't have a balanced lunch with a carbohydrate in it at lunch, I will overeat sweets in the afternoon. And I know this about myself. So I would say that my most important meal of the day is my lunchtime. And meaning most important, I have to make sure that I eat it, but also make sure that I have carbs at that meal. But So you could actually argue that each meal is the most important meal of the day. But there is actual good reason that they call, the the experts call breakfast the most important meal of the day, okay? Now, another factor for people who have maintained weight loss long-term is that they regularly, but not obsessively, weigh in and track their body measurements. So it's important to know your data. I like to have my clients weigh in at least once a week at the same time, and I also recommend them taking their measurements every two weeks. So I'm sure you've heard me or somebody say that you can be changing your body shape and composition, but you may not see a huge change on the scale right away. Well, those of us in the fitness world actually like to lose inches and maintain weight because that means you're losing fat mass and maintaining or gaining muscle mass. So that's really the best. And this is where body shape is going to change. We want to lose our excess fat mass and gain or maintain our muscle so that we get that shape that we want, okay? But once you've lost weight, it's important to keep an eye on, you know, where you're at. So if you, you know, some people either weigh often or um, just really pay attention to how their clothes are fitting. Because if you start noticing your pants are getting too tight and you didn't just wash them, right? You know how pants like shrink sometimes. But if you're starting to notice that you're having to lay down on the bed to get your pants buttoned, but you didn't have to like a month ago, then it's probably a good idea to be checking checking in on what's happening there. All right. Here's the other thing. People who um, are successful maintainers watch less than 10 hours of TV a week. So if you find yourself binging on Netflix and Hulu for more than 10 hours a week, then it's time to turn off the telly. All right. All right. If you are always telling yourself that you need to lose weight, I want you to ask yourself these three questions. Okay. Number one is, do I really need to lose weight to be healthier and happier? And be honest and don't compare yourself to unrealistic standards. Okay. So if you know 
that yes, you need to lose weight for your health, then fine. But if you can be really honest with yourself, look at yourself in the mirror and truly be honest and ask yourself, do you really need to lose weight? I think a lot of people don't, but we but we like to compare ourselves. And if we don't look like we think we're supposed to look or look compared to, like I said, the model on Instagram, then you might think you need to lose weight. So so really just be honest with yourself, okay? And and don't put yourself up, you know, next to those unrealistic standards. The second question is, do I have an apple shape or a waist measurement over 35 for women and 40 for men? If yes, then you may want to consider being more serious about your nutrition and fitness. These factors indicate that you could have some health risks associated with your weight. Okay. Number three, do I have a history of gaining weight each year? Okay. If you go every year and you're gaining weight, like if you go to a, a you know an annual checkup or or something like that, and you're tracking your weight and you see that you've gained five to ten pounds every year in the last decade, it's definitely time to stop that trend. Okay, because that can add up to a lot of weight. Okay, those. Those are are three really important things to consider. Number one, do you really need to lose weight? Number two, um, if you have an apple shape or a waist measurement over 35 or 40 for men, then it probably is a good idea to consider losing weight. And number three, if you have a history of gaining weight each year, then you either need to stop gaining weight, so just maintain where you're at now, or possibly lose weight, okay? So it's also very important to know that weight loss takes effort. Sure, I do think that you can lose weight and still enjoy your morning coffee with creamer, and I think you can go out and have a glass or two of wine with your friends, and I don't really think you have to work out hardcore every single day, but if you really want to lose weight, you have to focus. During weight loss, you have to do something different. You can't eat pizza and cookies daily and expect to lose weight. You can't keep sneaking in snacks and expect to lose weight. You can't sit on your bot, you know, bottom watching 10 hours of TV every day and expect to lose weight. Okay? You have to do something different. There's a big difference between losing weight and maintaining. Okay? But once you do lose the weight, you might have a little more wiggle room, but once you lose the weight, the work does not go away. Okay, if you lose the weight and then just go back to what you were doing before, well, you'll go back to what you were before. As a nutrition, fitness, and lifestyle coach, I love to help people learn how to eat better, exercise better, and think better. And I realize that it is hard. Okay, I know it's not easy to give up your latte and bagel breakfast or give up your nightly wine. I know it's not easy to leave your comfort zone. And That's why it's a great idea to join a group or to hire a coach so that you have someone in your corner, someone who not only knows how to help you, but someone who has been there before. So I'm getting ready to start my six-week summer slimdown program. My six-week program is intended to help people with structure, to help you start to lose weight. It's a focused six-week plan that will give you ideas of what to eat, when to eat, and how to work on your mindset to keep you motivated. I also love running these programs because it provides an immediate community of like-minded people. When you have a whole team on your side, it's so much easier to do what you need to do. 
and just keep sticking with it. So if you're ready to focus and make this summer a healthy and energetic one, then you'll need to check out the summer slim down. And because I'm feeling extra generous, I have reduced the fee on the program. It's only $99. And for $99, you can get a whole six-week plan, which includes sample menus each week with a grocery list, by the way, a recipe guide, and I'll be including mindset coaching as well. It's a great program that works. I have had clients lose anywhere from five to 20 pounds on this program. And I have also worked with women who continued with the program and have lost over 65 pounds. So you guys, thank you so much for being here. And if you want more information about the Summer Slim Down, the link is in the show notes. And I want to hear from you. Have you lost weight before and maintained it for over a year? If so, I'd love to hear from you because I'd love to hear what you're doing. And I'm curious, do you do those same things that I do? And finally, no matter where you are in your journey, I wish for you to be happy. No matter what you weigh or how you look, you deserve happiness. Don't wait to be happy. Be happy now and see how that affects your efforts. Thank you for tuning into the Balanced Fit and Free podcast. I'm over here giving you a virtual high five. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss a single episode. And if you are looking for a crew of amazing women who are also seeking a balanced fit and free lifestyle, be sure to join my exclusive community on Facebook. The link is waiting for you in the show notes. Until next time, keep your thoughts positive and your coffee hot.